I suppose everyone has something they want to do before they die. Some want to make a lot of money. Others take a trip, see their new grandchild. What's on your bucket list? Well, Simeon wanted to see the Messiah. He wanted to know that the land and the people he loved would be taken care of. He wanted to know that God's promises were true. He wanted to know that God was greater than all the ills that plagued him, his people, his land. And Simeon got his wish. One day, a young couple walked into the temple to dedicate their new baby. How Simeon knew this was what he'd been waiting for, I will never understand. And the parents were too poor to afford the lamb that was required for such events. They had to settle for the budget plan. Two little birds. And yet somehow Simeon knew. His heart was tuned to God. And when something inside of him said, take another look at that baby, he knew. He just knew. Can I hold your baby? How many times do we say that? And out came the wonderful words, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation. He was just a baby. Simeon had never heard him preach or teach. He never watched him out with the Pharisees with their word games. He never heard him tell the lame to walk or Lazarus, come out from your grave. All he ever saw was one little baby. How did he know? How could he look at once at this baby and see that he was the one? What do you bring to what you see? You know, my husband and I could look at a car and see it very differently. Ask me and I'll say, well, I think it's gray. And he'll say, oh, it's this, 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 make, model, year. You see, he brings a lot more to looking at that car than I do. So what do you bring to what you see? And what do you think Simeon brought? I mean, I'm sure this wasn't his first visit to the temple or the first baby he'd ever held. But there was something more than that. Simeon must have had his heart tuned to the things of God. And you know, God isn't always obvious about things. We have to learn to look and to listen. Whatever he saw, Simeon had seen enough. And while most of us would want some proof, he'd seen his not enough. He'd had his wish fulfilled. Okay, God, I'm ready to die. Now, we always think of Simeon as an old man. I mean, that's how the artists draw him, usually with a long white beard kind of leaning over his cane. There's none of that in Luke's story. He doesn't tell us how old Simeon was. Does with Anna, but not with Simeon. Luke just says that God made Simeon a promise. And when it was fulfilled, Simeon was prepared to die. Luke doesn't even tell us that he does die. Just that he was ready. Is being content to die just for old folks? Can't younger people be ready to go also? Suppose all this happened to Simeon when he was 18, 20, and that he then lived another 30, 50 years. How would that have affected his life? I mean, can you imagine the strength it would give you? What kind of person would you become? 
People who've been through near-death experiences will often say that their lives are quite different afterward. They aren't afraid of dying. Of what it takes to get there and the pain, yes, but not of dying. Even more, if you've done what you need to do with your life, think how free you'd be. You wouldn't have to prove yourself. And each day becomes a gift. And you make your choices by what they give to your life, not by what they prove about you. Being ready to die would make you really ready to live. Now, we don't know about Simeon. We really don't know, except for what comes next in the story. The same insight that allows Simeon to see this baby for who he really is also brings a warning. And Simeon says, I'm ready to go, Mary. And you need to get ready for what's to come. Not for death, at least not your death, not yet anyway, but you have to be ready to move into the future that is this child's. And it will not be what you expect. It's going to be hard on him, and it's going to be hard on you. It's like a sword that's going to pierce right to the heart of who you are. I wish I could give you some of my strength. I want to do something to get you ready for what lies ahead. Well, it's not always easy to get ready for what lies ahead, is it? Sometimes, you know, we see trouble coming, the river floods, and you can get out the sandbags. Harder yet is we see our kids on a collision course that we can't stop. Or we hear the doctor's diagnosis that warns of really hard times ahead. All we can do is steal ourselves for what's to come. Well, we can do more than that. We can seek for strength in places that will give it. And we can sort out our lives in a way that puts a perspective on what's happening to us. And in many ways, that's Anna's gift at this point. She is old. And she shares Simeon's insight into who this child is. And her words come after Simeon's. And believe me, they're not Pollyanna, pie-in-the-sky optimism. They come after Simeon's warning, and she's heard it. And her words embrace that warning and somehow transform it. Yes, Mary, it's going to be hard. He will suffer, and so will you. But none of that lies outside the providence of God. This child does indeed bring redemption. So whatever you go through... Remember that. No matter how hard any given day may be for you, it's not the final word. Be ready to go through the hard times, knowing that God's promises are greater than that. And you know, that's the promise of our faith for all of us. Their folk will tell you, oh, just love Jesus and everything's going to be just fine. It's not very real, is it? It certainly wasn't real for Mary. And it wasn't real for Jesus. All of us would like life to be bright and easy. All of us know that's not realistic. We know there will be times when life will be really tough. And our prayer is that in those times, we will find folk who say, no matter what, God will triumph. God keeps promises. Now, we live in a time when there are a whole lot of promises get thrown around. And a lot of them aren't very realistic, and a lot of them don't get kept. 
But our God is faithful. And our God keeps promises. That's the promise that comes to each one of us in our moment of baptism. And yes, it's the promise that comes here to Christ our King. God is faithful. And God will see us through. And if you remember that, you'll be ready to go through life and into death and on beyond that into the new life which lies beyond it. And that's our prayer for all who are here this day. Amen.